Since everyone has a gender journey, Gender Journeys is a podcast for everyone. That being said, we occasionally touch on mature themes and use strong language, so listener discretion is advised. Relevant content warnings can be found in each episode's description. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Gender Journeys, the podcast where we talk about just what the heck gender actually is in context. This week's episode is, again, a little bit different from our normal Gender Journeys episodes, as it is a collection of voice memos that Elle and I recorded while we were in San Francisco for Elle's top surgery. It's stitched together, and it is a continuation of Elle's Top Surgery Journey Part 1. So mm-hmm. if you haven't heard Elle's Top Surgery Journey Part 1, you should probably go back and listen to it. Yeah. And also, this is like a pretty granular look at my top surgery journey. It's kind of meant as a resource for people who are about to go on a top surgery journey or thinking about it. If you want like a more overarching, holistic look at my decision and process, there are other episodes about like non-binary top surgery There'll be a little bit more holistic one coming out in a bit when I do a six-week update. We're probably going to do one about like making a decision to get gender-affirming care like top surgery. So just know if you're like thinking about this more broadly, this episode might be a little granular, like a little right. bit zoomed in. Right. We'll link a couple of those episodes that might be more helpful if that's the case for you in our uh, description here below. But if you do want a little bit more of a play-by-play of the healing process, yep, here you go. You're in the right place. <laughs> Enjoy. Good morning, everyone. We are back with another update. It is Wednesday? I don't know. Today is Wednesday. Okay, it's Wednesday. (laughs) It's Wednesday morning. We pretty much just got up. Um, I guess I got up a little bit earlier. I couldn't sleep. Mm -hmm. But things are going pretty well. My throat is no longer as scratchy. I'm feeling a little bit more pain in my chest, which makes sense. I think I'd still... I think the anesthesia really only wore off, like, last night. Right. Because it kind of sticks around for 24 hours. So I'm now feeling a little bit more pain. Mm-hmm. We had a hiccup where we missed a Tylenol dose by, like, an hour. But that was okay. Phone didn't go off. Yeah, something. Josie did something wrong. That's all I'm saying. Okay, luck. <laughs> but on the other hand, something I wanted to put in this particular update is actually how awesome freaking Josie has been. I've read a lot of, like, online stories of people trying to get top surgery without, like, anybody really there to support them or maybe they have like a friend but that friend also has to work or like isn't really going to be 1000 percent focused on them which like more power to those people but for me like josie's been sleeping i have that little couch if you haven't seen the couch that i've been sleeping on check out my reddit account there's a picture of it and josie's been sleeping on the floor directly in front of it so that (laughs) if i make any noises (laughs) she wakes up and gets me whatever i need um and it's just been Awesome. She's been reading to me mm. and telling me stories. Yeah. So it's been lovely. I do my best. I like taking care of people, so it, it works out. It works out real well. <laughs> Other than that, 
not a ton to update. Yeah, I mean, we missed that dose of Tylenol, but you're still feeling okay. I'm still feeling okay, and luckily it was in the middle of the night, so even if I did, even if my pain would have been a little bit worse, I was asleep. And? I learned that the drug they gave me, the painkiller, the like prescription painkiller, is not an opioid, but I'm still not. I'm still trying not to take it. Mm-hmm. But I learned that. Yeah, so that's good. <laughs> oh, yeah, and the... Both the surgical center and um, Dr. Fakeway's office called me yesterday, oh, yeah. and we're just like, "How are you doing?" That's how I found out the opioid, the the painkiller was not an opioid, because I was like, "I'm trying to avoid taking opioids," and the person on the other end of the phone was like, "Uh, you know that's not an opioid, right?" And I was like, oh, "No." <laughs> um, but yeah, they both called, just making sure that I was good. I think I mentioned in one of the other updates, I've been feeling a little bit woozy when I stand, um, which. One of the people I talked to was like, that's totally normal. If it continues beyond the first like three or four days of your recovery, you got to make sure you're not excessively bleeding, like making sure you don't have any like, bruises or big mm-hmm. um, swollen spaces on your chest, which I wouldn't know if I had because I haven't taken off the binder. So that's why mm-hmm. this person was like, if you're still feeling woozy, take the binder off and look. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that was just so, I thought it was so sweet that they just like called yeah, to make sure I was good. Yeah, that is awesome. That is really awesome. Mm-hmm. And beyond that, yeah, it's been. I mean, it's been going well. You've it's been, been going really well. You've been able to like kind of get up on your own, and walk around a little bit. We went outside yesterday. Yes, we went outside yesterday. That's my goal every day. I just want to go outside. Yep, we went. We didn't go very far. We went to our backyard, but we went outside. Yep, and it was lovely. It's beautiful because, of course, it's beautiful here in San Francisco. It's like a low of fifty and a high of sixty-eight every single day. <laughs> it's magical. Yeah. I have some tea that I swear by. It's the Bigelow ginger peach and mint. That's which mint sounds weird in that combination, but just trust me on it. It's phenomenal. <laughs> it's supposed to be like anti-nausea and I haven't really been experiencing a lot of nausea, but I've been experiencing a lot of fear of it and the tea is delicious either way. So it all works out. Yeah, absolutely. Any other things for this morning? We are currently more than 24 hours post-op now. We are mm-hmm. We're a like full like day and a half, yep. basically, post-op. So mm-hmm. this is day, does this count as day two or day three? You know, I've never been able to, I don't know. Okay. Because like mine was, but it was actually not as late in the day as it was scheduled to be. Did I tell you all that? No, people listening. I was scheduled for a 2.15 surgery and I think I ended up going under at like noon. You went under. You went under at like one thirty. Okay, I went under. But you at went 1:30. up at like noon. Yeah, fucking bonkers. Everything about this trip has just like really gone my way. <laughs> yeah, things are going well so far. Yeah, awesome. I think that's about it. I think that I mean, recovering from surgery is not all that exciting. I'm doing a lot of sitting, doing a lot of TV show watching. Yeah, doing a lot of listening to Josie read to me. <laughs> These things. I mean, all good so far. Yeah, exactly. So it is Wednesday night, so officially like 48 hours post-op, yeah? About 48, yeah, yeah a little more. A little more. I mostly just wanted to do a recording because my anesthesiologist just called, like, himself and made sure I was all good, which was just so sweet. Yeah, I'm just so impressed by how, like, I've been contacted 
three times by three different people from my surgery center in the last 48 hours. It's it's kind of wild how communicative your medical staff has been for this. I feel like between the fact that you've been contacted three times and that the couple of times that we've had questions. Yeah, because you've called them. Yeah, Yeah. because I called and they were just like, yeah, absolutely. Let me make sure we get that information. I had a very Mm -hmm. involved conversation about your medication with a PA. uh, PA Which was making sure I can take just Tylenol instead of the... Um, narcotics which I've been doing so far still yeah. only Tylenol and like it's just I'm extremely impressed I've I mean I already sing the gender confirmation center's phrases and use them as like a resource 100% but like and also when Dr. Lowe my anesthesiologist just called he specifically asked how my stomach was doing because that's like been my biggest fear the whole time right. um, was feeling nauseous and he was like so he actually like specifically asked about that which was just so sweet yeah like that's just super cool that they have that like individualized knowledge there that they're Mm -hmm. working off of like they remember you they know what you are looking for that's just awesome it's so awesome but other general updates i have been feeling a bit of pain for the first time today Nothing terrible, though. I mean, really. I mean, you've been you've been sore. You've been kind of tired. We tried going on a walk. We went on two walks. We went on two walks. Thank you. And both of them were like maybe two blocks long. So they weren't long block walks, but they were good. They got you a little bit winded at the end of them, but like mm-hmm. we're we're moving we're moving towards it. Yeah, yeah, I'm starting to have some like I think that my like armpit area is swollen and or. It's not, it's not bruised that you can see. I haven't see, seen any bruises. But it hurts as though it's bruised. And I think I'm starting to be able to feel where my drains are. That hurts a little bit. But mm-hmm. nothing, again, nothing. Like, I have a sternum tattoo. And let me tell you, nothing about this has even begun to approach how painful getting that shit was. <laughs> like, and Dr. Lowe, when I just talked to him, said that the, like, local numbing should have been, should have completely worn off by today. Because sometimes that stays in your system for a while. So that's probably why I'm feeling some pain that I wasn't feeling before. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. But, I mean, things are going overall pretty well. And yeah. on another joy, Elle is wearing a button-up Hawaiian shirt. Oh, yes. And That's how you know the recovery so is going well. It looks so good on you. Yeah, because, yeah, it's super fun. Yeah. It is Thursday morning. Oh, we've made it to Thursday. It's happened. It's happened. Josie had therapy today. That was our first, like, not top surgery centric thing that we've done in probably at least five or six days. Probably, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and we are now officially starting day three in intersecting with that, mm-hmm. which day three has been said to be one of the harder of the days. Yeah. It takes, like, almost, it's like 24 to 48 hours before anesthesia leaves your body completely but i'm still not in a ton of pain i can feel that i had surgery now which probably sucks yeah i mean it's not ideal (laughs) (laughs) but i'm still really not in a ton of pain that's good we still you still only taken tylenol still only taking tylenol definitely can feel it more when it's about when it's like the hour to the hour and a half before time for my dose i'm still taking tylenol every seven hours as opposed to the ideal every eight hours which gives my darling partner some stress. Stress. Look, it's stressful, <laughs> but that still that puts you pretty far under the maximum dosage, yeah. which is the important thing. Exactly. So, 
Yeah, we cleaned my drains again today. They're dropping. They're dropping the pretty bucket. steadily, mm-hmm. which is nice. It's a good sign. I stole Josie's blanket from her in the middle of the night last night, so she got to sleep on the floor, not only on the floor, but also without a comforter because I was cold. I mean, I had a blanket. I didn't just, like, curl up in a ball and <laughs> shiver on the cold, cold floor. That's true, but I still feel a little bit bad. <laughs> It's all right. I, I mean, I left the windows open last night, and I think it made it a little too cold in here. Yeah. That frigid Northern California 50 degrees. <laughs> Terrible. Otherwise, I have, like, a surprising amount of mobility. I can re- lift my elbows up to my shoulders, mm-hmm. which is just, like, I'm surprised by it. I have no strength at certain angles. I really hurt myself if I try to, like, lift even the smallest things from certain angles. But I have a pretty solid range of mobility. Yeah. What else? I had to wake up in the middle of the night last night and eat something that was terrible. Yeah. If you're planning top surgery, make sure you have something that you will eat when you're half asleep so you can take your drugs. Because I really didn't want to eat anything at all. But I had to. I made blueberry yogurt. Or blueberry blueberries yogurt. with Greek yogurt in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> that was That's the closest to something that I'll eat anytime. But I just, I strongly suggest bringing something that's like easily, even if it's like a bar. But yeah. once again... Not the Target brand protein bars. No, don't avoid those like the plague. We're going to burn them. (laughs) (laughs) We did some reflecting on the fact that I don't remember coming home. That's been fun. Yeah. I think overall, I mean, this experience has been relatively smooth thus far. And I think that we are still possibly coming up on some of the harder days, but But it's been chill. We are going to try to play D&D tonight, which I'm super excited for. Yeah. A little bit of distraction. A little bit of distraction overall. I don't know. I just think this has been going really well. Yeah. No, it has been. It super duper has been. Hello. Hello, everybody. So it is early afternoon on Friday. We didn't record this morning because there's not a ton. really going on no i mean things are going really really well from what i can see of you yeah yeah not a lot has happened slept pretty well last night you slept really well last night taking tylenol still every seven to eight hours Mm -hmm. um i walked all the way around the block today which was quite exciting you went on like a whole long walk and you like you came back a little bit like flustered but you weren't particularly like winded yeah i was definitely like my I, can, I don't know really how to describe it, but my body was like, ooh, okay, that was the limit. Mm-hmm. But then I came back and I was fine within like a couple minutes. So I feel like it was a good level of pushing myself. Mm-hmm. Um, my drain output is still dropping every morning, which is which good. Which is awesome. And yeah. I'm getting all these like weird tinglies across my chest, but I'm assuming that's just like the nerves healing. Yeah. And you said that you were noticing a little bit the like discomfort around your drains. A little bit more. I think I'm just also noticing like the discomfort around the bandages underneath my binder. Like mm-hmm. I have pretty sensitive skin, so it's starting to like itch and just like feel kind of uncomfortable. Yeah, this morning was the first time you complained about the binder itself being itchy. Yeah, and like I do have super sensitive skin, but today is like the first day that like I just feel like I just feel pretty normal. Like I don't feel mm-hmm. delicate or weak. That's why I want to go for the walk all the way around the block. I just kind of feel normal and part of that normalcy is like 
my skin is freaking sensitive, so like having bandages attached mm. to it is like itchy and gross. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's really interesting that like we were told by a bunch of people that day three, which was yesterday, mm-hmm. would be the worst day, and I think in a way it was. I think it. I mean, it was the worst pain that I've had so far. It just was really not that bad of pain. Right. Like I mean. If you're listening to this episode, you probably just heard yesterday's recording. Right, like so a you know. Ago. But the fact that you were kind of just like, yeah, I, I'm in pain, but not like And a I lot. heard this morning, like in the lead up to my taking my medicine this morning, I was like, I could feel that it was almost time for me to take my medicine. I was like, ooh, mm. ouchie, ouchie. But like, again, not anything, not anything dramatic. I keep describing it. I don't know if I've said this in the recording, but... I keep describing it as though it's, like, somebody who, like, knows how to throw a punch punched me right under both of my, like, armpits, like, right on the front of both of my armpits. Mm. And so it's just, like, a little bit sore. But, yeah. like, other than that... <laughs> That's, like, not that bad. It's really not that bad. Um, yeah. I mean, I still... I'm also really weak. Like, I can't use... Like, my arms are just weak. So I can't... Because mm. I can't use any of the, like, shoulder pec muscles at all. Because they hurt if I try to. But, like... I've just kind of avoided doing that, and it's been all right. Yeah. And I actually just realized we haven't yet actually said the final details of your top surgery. I don't Because when we talked about your top surgery consult before, you didn't actually tell folks what your final decision was on it. So, like, what... Oh, just, did I not? Oh, I don't think so, yeah. I went with small titty, no nipple, as small I've wanted <laughs> since the beginning. Yeah. So you ended up with a double incision mm-hmm. with no free nipple graft, so you don't have nipples anymore. Mm-hmm. The gonzo. The gonzo. Freed the nipple. And it's, instead of perfectly flat, it is a masculine shape, but a little bit of fullness. Yeah, like a little bit of fullness, but not with the teardrop shape. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. That's mm-hmm. the goal, anyway. I haven't seen my chest, which is a very trippy part of this whole experience. Right. We won't actually, and your final healed state we won't know for a while for like months the yeah. swelling has to go down but yeah that's when the, that's what i went ended up going with right at the end when i was talking to dr fakeway like before i went into surgery we were kind of talking about the pros and cons of actually leaving any breast tissue behind because like earlier in the consult like earlier weeks ago i've been nervous about the concept of leaving actual breast tissue behind because like breast tissue is very unchangeable i wish that i could have just a little bit of like fat there that like if I decided to like lose a bunch of weight eventually I could like change it myself but when I was talking to him he kind of told me what he thought would be possible given like the photos that I sent him and kind of what he assumed would be under like the the majority of my breast tissue based on like what the rest of my body looked like and the fact that he's a fucking surgeon and knows things like this (laughs) and we ended up deciding that like if I didn't leave a little bit of breast tissue behind I would end up much flatter than I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. And for me, a lot of the fear about leaving some breast tissue behind is this, like, echoing thought that maybe someday I'll want to go on tea and, like, be fucking swole or whatever. And, like, that just doesn't actually seem that likely. That seems more like a fear. And also, having a little bit of breast tissue does not stop you from being able to do that someday, maybe. Right. That's still very much an open door. So, like, yeah, and that's basically where I wound up when I was talking to him. So he, and also, like, he said a bunch of stuff that I didn't really understand about, like, there's different types of breast tissue. There's, like, breast tissue, and then there's, like, connective fibrous breast tissue that connects your breast tissue to, like, the other tissue that's below it. Again, I didn't really, I don't really know about that, but he said he would try to like leave behind more of that like fibrous breast tissue because it won't have that like teardrop kind of like hanging shape uh, mm. that breasts have 
which would be ideal. I mean, we'll, we'll see. see. <laughs> we'll see when it comes out. But yeah. yeah. I think it's funny because like underneath my binder right now, I have like a little tiny bit of cleavage, which I think is perfect. Like if that mm-hmm. ends up being how it looks, it'll be splendid. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I ended up going with. Yeah. I just thought it'd be good to have it as like a, for context as to like what the pain is like. Yeah. Cause I do think, I mean, notably healing without nipples is a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's hard to get like exact data on how much easier but it's inarguably easier because like if you have nipple grafts you have four incisions right and i have two incisions because i don't have the nipples so like mm-hmm. it's gonna be easier and i feel like any sort of graft is also its own kind of journey to heal mm-hmm. like so so that does make it a little bit easier which is i mean worked out well for me worked out well for you yeah because i really again like i have not yet experienced above like eight two or three in pain yeah i felt very delicate that's the only way i can really i think i've said woozy before but i've also just felt very like i whenever i move around i have my hand like uh, putting pressure on my chest i feel like i need to like my body is like very self-protective right now but mm-hmm. like not pain yeah well, that's awesome you know? and also for context so it's friday today and i get my drains taken out on tuesday so i have um not including today three full more days of this right it is saturday evening right we didn't record this morning and we didn't record last night partly because there isn't a ton to update on but partly because like i haven't been feeling great yeah you haven't been feeling so are you in pain at all or yeah so i i'm not in a ton of pain i like that's not the main issue like i'm in a bit more pain than i've been in but like still really nothing bad but i've just like been having like a bit of like post-operative depression slash just like I have depression so I don't really have to have a surgery to have depression yeah I've been having some like brain fog grossness yeah I I was gonna say I a friend of ours texted to check in a little earlier today while you were taking a nap Mm. and I said that you were doing great except you were a little bit like restless and Mm -hmm. I think that's like part of it too is like you just can't do shit (laughs) and I'm not sleeping well because I can't sleep on my side and I'm tired of eating low sodium food. I'm really tired of eating low sodium food. Yeah, that's fair. It's been a minute for that. It's been, it's been a while. So, so like I'm still doing well. We just finished She-Ra. We finished all of She-Ra. That's been our show that we're binging, which is awesome. Yes. It was my first time seeing it. An amazing show. Spirits have been kind of up and down, but... Oh, I also, when I was feeling pretty down yesterday evening, I found this really awesome non-binary artist on Instagram. I will link their Instagram handle and Etsy store below because they brought me a lot of joy. And I ended up buying this like three-part series that they did of like a pre-operative chest and immediately post-operative chest like with bandages and then a fully healed chest with scars. And it just like their Instagram account is full of all sorts of like great body positivity for non-binary folks. Mm-hmm. And it brought me some joy yesterday when I was like, again, not feeling great. And so I was like, oh, I'll have to buy something from this person because like I spent like an hour scrolling through their Instagram through the last like three years. Yeah. <laughs> and I found that series that I loved so much. And on their Etsy, they had just one piece of it, like just the final, just the fully healed print of it available. And I was like, yo, could you make all three for me? Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah. So I'm getting that 
totally follow them if you're on Instagram. It's just your type of thing because they're really, really cool. Yeah, they were really cool. They had a lot of really cool artwork on there. Yeah. But so, like, there are definitely, like, highlights in the last couple of days, but I just haven't been feeling great. I mean, like, we're approaching, so this would be day five, which Mm -hmm. in a different timeline where things were shifted very slightly you could have in theory gone for your post-op today right i could have got my drains out today but because the weekend and specifically the holiday weekend i don't get them out till tuesday right so things are just like i think extended in such a way that really makes it challenging to yeah you know it just this is already very tiring your body's doing such beautiful healing work i'm so tired of not being able to eat what i want to eat yeah yeah I would. I can't wait to like make you a big bowl of popcorn or something. Oh my god, or mac and cheese. <laughs> <sighs> so yeah, I'm like, but again, I'm still not in a lot of pain. I'm having yeah. a lot of anxiety that my drains won't be able to come out on Tuesday, even though literally all signs point to that everything will be fine and they'll come out just normally on Tuesday. But I'm worried that like the drainage won't be low enough, which like sometimes you have to keep your drains in if you are still draining too much, which I'm anxious about. Yeah, but I personally don't think that's going to be that big of a deal. Because Josie is looking at the actual data. (laughs) (laughs) So things are looking good. It is just a long process. Yeah, and I still haven't gotten to see my chest. So I'm like five days into like a pretty tough ordeal without like really being able to see the The rewards. Mm -hmm. Yeah, although you do look really cool in a uh, button-up shirt now. So It's true, I do. It is fully Sunday evening because we forgot to record today. It wasn't a super eventful day overall. It wasn't. It's kind of more of the same. I mean, I guess in really eventful news, your drains are getting to that level that appears yes. to be correct. I don't think I'll have any issue getting them out the day after tomorrow. Oh, so soon yet so far. I mean, I didn't ever really think you'd have any issues, but... Josie had more faith than I had. Josie had less anxiety than I had. So, yeah, I mean... How are you feeling? How is your... Pain levels, your... I feel all right. Ooh, I feel sleepy. I feel all right. I've had more pain today than I probably have at any point so far. Just because, like, I feel like my nerves are all reconnecting. That's all the buzzing I had a couple days ago. And so I can feel shit again. And there's drains there and they hurt. But I haven't really... I really don't feel much pain on, like, my incisions. I feel a little tiny bit of pain, like, in the center. But really not very much. In all honesty, so yeah, I mean, lots of discomfort. The drains suck, really, they do. But yeah, it's been chill. I think mostly for me, it's been like a mental battle at this point because, like, I had a really bad nightmare last night that was like very much connected to my mental health. And that's kind of that's probably why we didn't record today. I mean, I think that that's for you, that's been the big struggle, and that is related yeah. to the fact that to heal from this effectively you have to be relatively sedentary and you my love do not do well at being sedentary i don't do well at being sedentary but even more so i don't do well disrupted sleep and oh and yeah right you've said that a couple times too you can't sleep on your side i can't sleep on my side and also every night since my surgery so almost a week a week tomorrow we've also had to wake up in the middle of the night to give me more drugs but even more so than that like i can't sleep very well propped up like this I, I don't sleep on my back so like I'm not getting super restful sleep anyway and it's fucking genetic like me and my dad 
don't do well mentally when we can't sleep well. It's just, that's, you know what? Some people are like, I have to eat well. I have to go for a run every day. I'm like, if I don't get eight hours of good sleep, I will want to hurt you or myself. It's kind of a toss up. <laughs> so I've definitely been struggling with that, especially today. But I, I I got my shit together this afternoon. No, I think that I think I've that we okay. did. I think things have been going pretty well. I mean, overall, I mean, I think that there have definitely been some struggles and some difficulties, but nothing yeah. insurmountable. Yeah, yeah, and so I mean, like really notably, you haven't had to take any of your anti-anxieties or mm-mm. your narcotic painkillers. Yeah, which I mean, I I, I want to be like full disclosure. I did take an opiate during my surgery. That's true. That's true. I keep saying that I didn't take any opioids, and that's because I didn't like outside of. The surgery center take me, but I take a Percocet right before I went under, which is, in fact, no beat. But, yeah, I've only been taking Tylenol since then, since I got home from the surgery center. But it's just a sleep for me, y'all. Like, but once I get my drains out, I think I should be able to sleep on my side again. I don't think it's, like, heavily suggested, but I think it's acceptable at that point. And sleep is more important, frankly. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm going to be sleeping on my side. So that's Tuesday. We're almost there. We're so close. It's One just tomorrow. One more day. Anything else? No, I think that's it. All right. Oh, wait, no. There was a ver- one more very exciting development. Um, y'all, I don't know if you know this, but it's very exciting. Ben & Jerry's is low sodium. So I think that's where I got a lot of my serotonin today and felt less depressed. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hello, everybody. <laughs> big yawn. Yeah, big yawn. It is, what, T-minus 14 hours until the drains come out. Yes. Oh. That's been the whole day, basically just Waiting. <laughs> Counting down. We are very close now, though. We're so close. Yeah, still not a ton to update on. I've been in more pain today than I probably have been all recovery. Mostly from the drains, though. Although it's odd, like, I can't exactly differentiate the pain. Between the drains and the just, like... Pain. Pain. Yeah, Yeah, I think it's mostly the drains because it's, like, mostly in my armpits. But also, like, on the top of my chest. Not, like, not, like, my collarbones, but, like, the top of what used to be the titty has been pretty painful today as well. But still not, like, still at most, like, maybe a three or four pain. Which isn't bad. It's just been annoying, and I think yeah. I'm extra annoyed because I I'm really good at tolerating things if I know that they're serving a purpose. But my drains are not serving a purpose anymore. They've drained almost nothing today. There's true like there's truly nothing left to drain. I don't need drains anymore. The only reason I still have them is because it's a stupid national holiday. Yeah. So I have no tolerance for them. Like if if they were serving a purpose, I would be much more tolerant. You know. Healing is beautiful. Modern medicine is lovely. But no, mm-mm. these are just useless and they're just in my body to do nothing but cause me pain. <laughs> so I'm over it. <laughs> well, tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. They literally gave me the appointment that is, my appointment is at the same time that the office opens. Yeah. So I do appreciate that. Yeah. I'm sure that somebody was like, oh shit, this bitch gonna have to have their drains in for eight days. We'll get them in first thing. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to head down there bright and early. I mean, we'll have been up for a couple hours because we're ridiculous. Yeah. But we'll get those dreams out and then we'll have all day Tuesday to chill. Chill. And we'll we don't already if we want to. Yeah, but 
Other than that, we haven't done much. I downloaded TikTok, y'all. Very good. Very good. I've been, <laughs> I've basically it. been spending hours on TikTok been yesterday and today. TikTok for so long. Yeah, like, it's you, true. I mean, it was inevitable. You watched so many compilations. Yeah, I watched compilations on YouTube before, but now, now I find them myself in the wild, like an explorer. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I found therapist TikTok pretty quickly, which is great. <laughs> but yeah, we haven't been doing a ton. I literally have just been mostly complaining all day. Well, we went on a minor adventure to help negate the complaining. It's true. I've been complaining and trying to waste time. We went to get coffee because I was like, I just want some coffee because I just want to do something that would waste some time and get me closer to 9 a.m. tomorrow. And then I literally got home and I put my coffee in the refrigerator because I was like, I didn't really want coffee. I just wanted to do something. <laughs> and that's valid. You got to follow what and then your I drank half- is telling you. <laughs> and then I drank half of Josie's coffee because <laughs> hers was really good. <laughs> so yeah, those are the sorts of antics we are having here. Not a lot going on. But tomorrow? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. It's going to be good. It's going to be a big day tomorrow. I feel like I need to yawn at the beginning of this. All of the other clips had me yawning at the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, everyone. This is... Much, much later. I don't know if you can tell. We're back on our normal microphone, not my crappy phone. I'm coming up on four weeks post-op right now as we're recording this. But I didn't record a little voice memo after my drains came out, after like my drain appointment. Because I was super fucking overwhelmed and Mm -hmm. just like wasn't ready to tell yet. The drain appointment went really well. My drains came out. Flying home was fine and great. Yeah, we didn't have any issues. I've had no issues between then and now. (laughs) We had a really fun day the day after your drains came out because we were still in San Francisco. We got to drive around. And it was my birthday. So yeah, everything was great. (laughs) Yeah, you can hear our cat. We're back home. (laughs) (laughs) She has has opinions about us leaving. That's true. She does. Anyway, but just in case this is anybody else's experience, I just want to share why I was so overwhelmed. So like, for the appointment for the drains, it was the first time my binder came off. I learned that my scars weren't connected, which was something I was like suspicious of. The bandages weren't connected, but like I didn't know until then mm-hmm. that my scars weren't connected. I got my drains out, which is a pretty big medical like thing. Yeah. I got both the experience of one being not painful and the other one being burningly painful. So oh. like that was weird. I got pretty woozy. I had to like ask for some water, which apparently is pretty normal. I was told that might happen before they did it. But it was like this big medical experience. And she took off all the bandages and she took out my drains. And then she sat me up and I was like woozy and asking for water. And she immediately like lifted a mirror that was like right in front of me. And I was like, this is just a lot. Like I feel like a lot of pressure to feel really happy about my chest. I mean, my chest looked great. But I was just like really, really overwhelmed by everything. So like like I said, that's why I didn't record a voice memo. I just kind of needed to do some like internal thinking and I just want to share that because like it's okay if the first time you see your chest isn't this like huge euphoric like oh my god it's my body so it's always meant to be like that wasn't my experience and I've had that experience since right right I think that the specific thing that is notable about when you got your binder off is like it was coupled to a medical procedure right and also like your chest didn't look the way it looks now. Mm-hmm. You know, like, your incisions were still pretty solidly uh, towing the line between incision and scar. They weren't quite yet fully scarred. Oh, they were definitely not fully scarred. They and were fully scabbed up. Yeah, and so, like, 
your chest didn't look and your chest was super swollen still because mm-hmm. it's still healing so like your chest didn't look like how your chest is supposed to look yeah and i feel like there shouldn't be so much pressure on thinking that your results are perfect the moment the binder comes off and like that's some people's experience and that's super lit i was just so overwhelmed with everything and i think i was pretty overwhelmed with my chest until like a week later right. like i really it took me until about two weeks post-op before i was like oh holy shit <laughs> I'll have tits and that's lit. Yeah, <laughs> Like it took me a while. So absolutely. I just like, I wanted to share that. I'll do another six week update. Mm-hmm. Kind of talking more about like the overall process of healing since the drains. But I just wanted to share that like that wasn't a super euphoric and happy day for me. It was pretty overwhelming. And I like really needed to focus on the medical stuff. Yeah. And I want to throw out there that, like you said, it's been about three weeks since the drains came out. So about four weeks post-op now. Mm-hmm. You have had some really euphoric moments, right. and you have rocked some really iconic looks. Exactly. So, overall, which y'all will hear about. Don't worry. Oh yeah. So, so overall, very successful experience. Yeah. I mean, incredible. L- listening back over those voice memos, <laughs> it was a pretty smooth yeah. healing process, yeah. which is nice. So okay. we will we will keep you guys updated. We'll bring another update at uh, six weeks. Yep. A little little more in depth debrief, but until then. Just keep thinking about it. Woo! Music for Gender Journeys composed by Sonia Berdash. If you want to stay up to date with Gender Journeys episodes or just want to say hi, you can follow us on Twitter at gender underscore journeys or on Tumblr at genderjourneys.tumblr.com. You can also find us online at josiewrites.com slash gender journeys. We hope to hear from you soon.